Welcome to Perverse Bitches. We're your hosts, Gabby, and Sele. Today we're going to talk about Dr. Ruja Ignatova. Um, she started, apparently, a cult, but it's actually a cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we were really trying to do an episode about a Ponzi scheme, and by mistake, it turns out this is a cult. Are all Ponzi schemes cults? I think we looked that up. Are all cults Ponzi schemes? But not all Ponzi schemes are cults. <laughs> all pyramid schemes are Ponzi schemes. But not all Ponzi schemes are pyramid schemes. Is that? But a pyramid scheme is basically a cult, so whatever. Right. And if oh, you're no, sending Herbalife to me, please stop. If you sell Monat. This is a call out to all those high school people. <laughs> Literally my two cousins. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like or talk to them, but... Ever since we we looked up these people from from the pyramid scheme, from the MLM, like Igor and Andrea, I keep getting, like, sponsors for, like, hey, follow me if you want to be, like, a boss babe or whatever. I'm like, no, I don't want to be no boss babe. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) Anyways, getting back to the point, yeah, um, pyramid schemes are called, so anyways, she started a Ponzi scheme that's basically an MLM to try to sell a sort of cryptocurrency, but they call it that it's bigger than that, and it basically, it's basically a cult now at this point. They have songs, they have hand signals, chants, <laughs> like, hand signals. They have hand signals. <laughs> And didn't they have, like, a statue of her or something? Oh, my gosh, yes, that they would touch yes, it. Yes, they did. And oh that they kept God. touching. And they broke it like, because broke they kept it. touching it. Yeah. Yeah. That should have been the yeah. fun fact. They broke it because they rubbed it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to the point. Let's give you a little background. Okay. So, let's give you a little background into Dr. Ruja. So, she was born... May 30th on 1980 in Sofia, Bulgaria. Um, when she was 10 years old, she moved to Germany and she actually ended up growing up in Germany and she would move back and forth. She just kind of traveled back and forth between Germany and Bulgaria. She has one brother called Konstantin Ignatova, which you will learn a little bit more about later. And she also... Well, this was actually said to be true that she does have a PhD in law from the University of Constance, and she also studied at Oxford. There are rumors that she has an IQ greater than 200. Um, That's actually higher than Einstein's IQ. Einstein's IQ is 160. So she was apparently super smart, like when since her entire life in 2012 apparently she was convicted of fraud in germany in connection with her and her father's playman ignatov's acquisition company it was declared bankrupt in dubious circumstances and she was given a suspended sentence of 14 months imprisonment according to wikipedia should have been longer than that we wouldn't have (laughs) this issue also it was a suspended sentence (laughs) Which, like, why would you even sentence someone to be like, oh, just come back later to take it? You know what I mean? It was a what? 
Like, a suspended sentence is basically like, oh, we sentenced you to 14 months in prison, but, like, you don't have to serve him right now. So, like, what's the point? Just don't... <laughs> don't That only him. happens to rich people. Like, people who commit fraud and shit? White-collar crime? Yeah. Yeah. That only happens to, like, rich people. Fuck the government. Si fuera el pobre pendejo del lado. No. No, death penalty. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're not... <laughs> They probably did something, like, in trial that they were like, eh, whatever, we're not going to give them. I wonder if, like... Life in prison. I mean, I know this comes up later that she might be connected to a mafia. Um, I wonder if she was maybe connected to organized crime already in Bulgaria. Oh, maybe. Just the thought. <laughs> so, yeah, so before, before she started this... Um, whatever we want to call it, company, occult, whatever. Um, she was working in McKinsey and Company uh, as a management consultant. Um, she was working with like 100,000 pounds projects. Uh, so she knew how to handle money. Um, in 2014, she started this company called OneCoin which was supposed to be a cryptocurrency, and I say that in quotations. <laughs> Very lightly. Cue the one coin song. One coin is One coin! Okay. Anyways, for those of you that are not very familiar with what a cryptocurrency is, neither are neither we. Neither am I. Neither, neither are we. <laughs> All we know we is that it needs a blockchain and it can't be on an SLQ. <laughs> a SQL, yeah. So, SQL, by the way, oh, okay. not SLQ. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, so for those of you that are not familiar with a cryptocurrency, um, Basically, it's a form of payment that we don't really understand, but instead of having dollar bills, you have this like online coin that can be mined and has to have um, a, some sort of blockchain technology that I get. I have no idea what that means, but basically what that does is no one can control the amount. Like no one can control how much you have. No one can edit the amount or the value of it. And it's supposed to be very safe and um, like basically a future version of how our transactions should go. And this is supposedly what she was trying to sell. Um, that's not quite what it is. It, though. Not at all <laughs> what it was. <laughs> it wasn't even a cryptocurrency. What was it? We still don't know what it was. Um, it was just like, what, she set up a website and was like, give me money, this is what your coin is worth, this is how many coins you have, and like, look at the price go up, but you can never pull out your money. We compare it to a cult because of the way she would speak about it. So she said it was going to be like this huge revolution, right? Like it was going to change financial institutions, like destroy everything we knew about money. It it was completely new, innovative. Like she used these words that would attract people into, you know, I want to invest in that. You know, I want to make money too. I want to be rich um, because this is how she would sell it. Like cryptocurrency is the future. And if you're not on it, like um, right now, you're, you're going to miss your chance. Yeah. 
Like right. every chance that you don't, you're not with us, you're losing money and you're losing time. That's a, kind right. of how she sold it. And it's crazy, at least, like how they advertised it. Every time that you saw her go on stage, it, it wasn't just like selling, hey, here's some cryptocurrency, like here's some currency. It was always describing it as this is larger than us. Like, like this is something yeah. bigger, which yeah. gets back to the quality point part. And yeah. and she was like down with banks, you know, like that we're gonna end banks, we're gonna end like corruption, <laughs> which to me is uh-huh. the funniest because yeah. literally it's she's corrupt as well. Right, it's very ironic. Um. Right, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you lie. Also- she was always like wearing oh, dresses. Yeah. Like she wasn't wearing oh, like she's suits in. like Elizabeth Holmes that you know she would like throw in like a black t-shirt on. Like no, like this woman was like in ball gowns and like diamonds. And honestly, like I saw and her red, in, like, lipstick. red lipstick. I love that lipstick. So <laughs> I saw her and I was like, <laughs> I so mean, you would invested Let's message her. Hey, where did you get it? Okay, if I didn't know everything behind it. Well, didn't one of the ladies that fell for it say that one of the reasons was how Dr. Ruja presented herself? It was like she saw this like super glamorous woman and it was like, oh, and she's educated. So how do I not trust her? And that was a huge problem because the people that she targeted were people that knew nothing about cryptocurrencies and just trusted her based on credentials because she was a doctor. I mean, she is a doctor. She's not dead, so not a was. She is a doctor. Um, she, like, seemingly knew what she was talking about. And, like, these people knew, didn't know any better than to just, like, go for it. And those are the people that she was looking for to attract, to buy her into this one coin shit. Right. And it and I wonder, like, aside from calling them haters, like, I wonder if like anyone actually came up with like questions, like how she would, you know, shut them down. I was gonna say, like, whenever someone came up with a question, uh, even like Jamie on the podcast, um, they answered with, "Hey, yeah, it's tradable. We have this." What was the the phrase that they would always say, like? Isn't it like uh, X coin? One coin fits the definition of fits the oh. definition of a cryptocurrency or whatever. Yeah. What's the definition of cryptocurrency? Yeah, it fits the definition of a cryptocurrency. Blah blah. We trade on the old shaker, which is one of the top blah 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 for. So we're gonna talk about that later. Okay. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about why this cryptocurrency was a problem. So to begin with, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it learned. doesn't have a blockchain. So not again. Not that we know what a blockchain actually is, but we just know that you need a blockchain to actually have a cryptocurrency. If not, anyone can go in and edit a value. And how do we know this? Well, turns out this guy Bjorn Bjork was Great. um Dr. Ruja or representative. <laughs> Dr. Ruja, or a representative from OneCoin, reached out to him and asked him to become, like, CTO or some sort of, yeah, like, head of something of, in OneCoin. technical office. Like that, right? Okay, so CTO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So they asked him to become the CTO and the and and like take on this huge responsibility. They were gonna buy him like a whole apartment in I don't know where. I don't know if in Bulgaria. I think it was um, in Bulgaria. Yeah, I don't know. Bulgaria. I don't know where. They were gonna give him apartment and two hundred thousand um, pounds. Was it pounds or euros? I think it was euros because if it's Bulgaria, I don't know. But it's it was still, like, it's yeah, it was like two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> it was money. Like he said that it was like. Three times more than what he was making. Like, a ridiculous amount. So then, so then they were going to give him, like, all this ridiculous amount of um, money and stuff. And he's like, okay, but what's my actual job description going to be? Like, what am I responsible for? And first, they didn't want to tell him. But then they're finally like, okay, we need you to build, we need you to build a blockchain. And he's like, What? what the fuck like you guys don't have a blockchain then how is this a cryptocurrency and he ended up like denying the job offer because it seemed shady as fuck to him that they didn't have a blockchain and they're saying they're a cryptocurrency on top of that like two days after he denied the job offer um like she said she said oh like oh it's tradable like come buy one coin like we're ready I, I i don't know what she said but she was like selling it as if it was actually ready and he's like how is it ready if two days ago i just rejected the job offer and you guys don't have a blockchain and like the big part about it not being tradable right it was like they were always promising that they were going to open this like market where you would be able to trade your coins but like to this day, still hasn't happened. It never came. And it was so. like when they say that Doomsday is gonna be like April two thousand and twelve, and then it doesn't come, and they're like, "Oh no, no, wait! It's in five years. It's not right now." <laughs> right, right. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> and then, like, whenever they were asked, because multiple people approached them, like, "Hey, um, we have." this money invested but we can't do anything with it like how is this legal their answer is oh no it's tradable on deal shaker like you can use to make transactions and then so we listened to this podcast called um the missing crypto queen great podcast we'll put it at the end too with my bae um but basically (laughs) (laughs) holla and gabby's bae tim curry Oh my god. <laughs> okay, more on him later. Slide into our DMs. Um <laughs> Anyways, so they kept saying that, oh yeah, you can buy things on Deal Shaker. And these people looked into Deal Shaker. Turns out Deal Shaker, they created it. It's a scam. There's nothing just useful like, on that site. Just like one just coin. Just like one coin. <laughs> just like one coin. And the best part, like to not even make it like a like, we're not going to completely lose our money selling, like, random shit on Deal Shaker. You can't even buy one thing just with one coin. Half of it has to be at least in euros. So you have to pay half of it in euros and half of it in one coin. So they probably know, like, one coin is useless, so at least let's make some money of the other half with euros. So clearly a problem. Yeah, and it was like a useless... Oh, and you have to arrange for shipping? <laughs> yeah. Um... You had to arrange your own shipping, which defeats the purpose. Because if I wanted to arrange shipping for something, I would just go to the store and pick it up. <laughs> they spoke to the guy who created Deal Shaker, 
like who coded the website and he was the one like no this is trash like even the people who were behind the website said it was trash <laughs> like do you imagine <laughs> like no one does that he was like oh i thought this was fake I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you guys were for real. <laughs> um, some something else that's like insane is okay. So the whole purpose of having a blockchain is so no one can control the value, right? And the whole purpose of a cryptocurrency is so it doesn't live on a SQL database where there's an admin that can control uh and edit things. But since this is basically on a SQL database, probably whatever again i don't know the ins and outs but how they determine the value it's literally dr ruja saying a random number so let's say you buy 10 one coins then she's like oh yeah that's worth one million dollars and it has no backing to it like she just made like she literally pulled that number out of her ass like there's no there's no logic to she literally how she's coming up wakes with up and she's like Hmm, what should the value of one coin be today? <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, yeah. So then people are going on, like, like the really sad part is that the people that buy this are like, okay, let me buy X amount of one coins. And then they go on the site and they see their value going up and they're thinking, hey, I'm getting so rich. And then in reality, that's worth nothing. Like that means absolutely nothing. That's a random value. And the other thing is that you don't actually buy one coin. You would buy these quote unquote education packages, <laughs> which were seven <laughs> apparently heavily plagiarized PDFs on cryptocurrency. And then with this quote unquote educational package, you would receive like for free a bunch of one coins. Yeah, like they say their their tactics. So everything is sold in a multi level marketing way. Scheme. So you buy it from like someone else that's selling it. Yeah, the scheme. And they don't say that their product is the one coin. They say their product is educational packages, which to this day I don't know what that means. Like, what education are you receiving out of this educational? Package? So according like to the podcast, education. right? Absolutely nothing. He said all the information that's included. In the, and it's apparently seven PDFs, in the seven PDFs, you could get off Google or learn on your own. Like, it wasn't anything novel. It wasn't anything, like, unique. And it was expensive. Which I think we've said this before, but this sounds exactly like Scientology. It sounds so much like Scientology. Cults. Another cult. Watch out. We're coming for you, cults. We're going to get so much hate in this episode. <laughs> oh my god. Be- we're going to get cult haters. Haters. <laughs> Between Scientology and and the OneCoin people. I'm just going to throw in that fun fact already since we're talking about it. Um, Every time someone complains about OneCoin online or like this people that made the podcast... Their great defense is calling everyone haters. So we're complaining about you. Oh, no, they're haters. Haters. Yeah. They're out here just hating on us. Like, they would straight up just be they're like, probably this bankers. haters said this. <laughs> yeah. That's what they would say. Yeah, so it's kind of like Trump saying fake news. 
pretty much right. the same. Right, exactly the same thing. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Trump supporters <laughs> in a cult. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a debate for another day, but I short like, answer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we should have one of those signs tell me that supporting Trump isn't you in a cult. Okay, so MLM. Continuing with problems that um, this basically cult has. Um, As we mentioned before, it's targeting people that don't know anything about cryptocurrencies and low and middle class people. So this was especially a problem in underdeveloped countries like Uganda, where people, like people from their church were literally advertising this during their ceremony or like whatever the it's bishop called, going to church. But of the church, right. Yeah. And, you know, like, church plays such an important part in your, like, in these people's lives. And, in like, that's what influences you to make decisions. And your bishop is literally telling you to go buy one coin. So then you go and fucking buy the fucking one coin. Like, so many fucked up things going on. And then the priest rolls out in a in a Range Rover. Like, really? And not only that, like, they would go to people in Uganda and tell them, like, oh, you're going to make so much money. Because, again, it's a pyramid scheme. That's how all pyramid schemes get you. Um, you're going to get so much money. Um, and people there, like, live off, like, bananas and cassava, basically. So it's not enough money like even um jobs that are like doctors engineers they don't make good money over there so you they're selling you this idea that you're gonna make like a million pounds in one year um when Mm -hmm. it's all fake money actually so and what was interesting is that they they did point that out in the podcast that a lot of people gave up jobs in healthcare, like doctors and nurses which like is alarming to think that you know you could lose a whole generation of doctors or healthcare workers on a scam and another problem is also that um like and how in general all of the mlms work they get you because you're not buying from some random person. Usually the person that's selling to you, it's someone that you know. So it's someone like a family member that you trust. So since that trust is already built, like let's say me, I were to go sell to my mom and that's what actually happened in one of the cases. Like your mom doesn't know any better, but she trusts you already. So they would go ahead and just like put their whole trust in you and your their whole trust fund as well. And there goes their money. And I would say... And that's exactly what happened. That was the worst part about like learning that bishops were advertising this because like obviously these people probably go to this guy with their issues and stuff and instead of like actually helping them he's like no give me this money and i'll teach you a way to get rich quick another one that was shocking to me is that because okay this is in the underdeveloped world right but then there's britain um which had a huge problem with this too and apparently muslims in in england were especially affected because of their religion. Like, apparently in the Muslim religion, you're not allowed to invest. And Dr. Ruja, of course, went around this by saying that it's halal. So how they excused it is that OneCoin, they started advertising it that OneCoin is not controlled by bankers. 
um, so they can be taken advantage of. And they somehow labeled it halal and went through a certification process that labeled it as Sharia compliant. To make something Sharia compliant, apparently you're supposed to go through this very specific process that sees everything and makes sure that it's actually compliant. And apparently when they looked into it, it was just a piece of paper saying, yeah, it's approved. And there was no background to it like there was no actual investigation to it so muslims were very affected by this because they trusted that it's halal or so they they thought and they started investing in it and it's not halal anything it's it's not it's not anything this reminded me to that episode of parks and rec when they ask ron if he has a permit <laughs> and he goes <laughs> <laughs> says, i'm ron swanson <laughs> This is my permit. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So those are a few of the many problems that the podcast described and that this cryptocurrency has. So if you are at all thinking of getting one coin, don't. And if you don't believe it from us, <laughs> let me tell you about my little friend, Team Curry. <laughs> Tim so Curry. Team Curry... <laughs> So Tim Curry is my favorite character in this whole story. So this man is an advocate for cryptocurrencies. He says that they should completely take over banks. But he hates OneCoin because of the fact that it's giving a bad name to cryptocurrencies since it's a fake cult. Um, it's a so real cult. what he does a is he's an advocate. Cryptocurrency. Oh, it's like a fake, <laughs> a fake cryptocurrency, coin. a real cult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's all for Bitcoin, but he's like against OneCoin. Um, so he's an advocate for cryptocurrencies. And what he does with his time is he literally goes and calls people that invest in OneCoin and tells them that it's a, it's a scam and that they should like stop. But he doesn't do it with tact. He goes and he's basically like, this is a fucking scam. What are you doing? And yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. I think if I was as passionate about this as it's I was beautiful. about my life, then I would get so much I shit done. I would say he's so <laughs> passionate. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone needs to be on that level of passionate for their hobbies. And they would actually get shit done. Like, the way, like, I know the lady was saying he called a, the one who had invested in cryptocurrency and had said, she was like, oh, don't be so, like, mad and don't curse at me and i was like this man just called up this random woman and is so upset about how gullible <laughs> she was and it's like he's actually trying to do the right yeah. thing and i get how he gets so mad he just starts cursing because you know like i'll start crying <laughs> <laughs> i love him i love him i think that's awesome but i feel like probably not the best way to approach people that you're trying to help but i mean he's i think it's the he's best like thing. telling he's telling it how it is <laughs> I think it's the best way because like how else do you show someone that you truly care if you're not cursing? <laughs> it's like are you fucking stupid? Like stop investing in one coin. <laughs> it's a fucking scam. It's a fucking Yeah, scam. he's amazing. Oh yeah, and like someone said and I forget who said it. I don't think it was Tim Curry. I think it was the other guy, but they made a good point. Like, if you don't know how cryptocurrency works, you're not investing. You're gambling by buying this cryptocurrencies. Like, you actually need to do your research. And that brings me to my point. Like, if you are in Uganda or in an underdeveloped country where it was explained, like, you don't have internet easily accessible like we do. 
But if you are in England and you're about to, like, you don't have a lot of money and you're about to make, like, a huge purchase to hopefully better your life, I feel like, yes, okay, one coin is bad and people should not be scamming other people. But I think you also have to be a little bit smarter, especially in today. If the first thing you do, you find when you Google one coin is, hey, it's probably a scam, don't invest in one coin. Like, put your money somewhere else. <laughs> well, not to bring up Scientology again, but it's basically like Scientology. <laughs> a bunch of people are throwing their money. Most of us know that it's a weird ass religion. There's all these documentaries about how it's culty and all these. It's abuse not a religion, church. though. It's a cult. <laughs> the, the difference between a religion and a cult. It's time. It's time. <laughs> Scientology has time. Right. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you. Yeah, uh, I think people should be smarter with their money, but but I mean, Unless they that's, invest that in was us. their target, you know. Like they knew who they could take advantage of. Like she, she's not dumb. Like Doctor Ruja, like she knew what she was doing. So I don't think she did this by mistake. I think she knew she was taking advantage of people. She had uh, to. So she knew exactly how to get to them. And cryptocurrency in 2015, 2016, it was, it was the biggest thing still. Like it was right when Bitcoin was like at its highest peak and everyone was like, oh, cryptocurrency is like apparently the new money and everyone wanted to get in on it. So she, she sold this idea that, um, Everyone was going to use OneCoin and OneCoin was going to be even better than Bitcoin because that's what she said. She said that OneCoin was going to be better than Bitcoin, that in a couple of years, no one would know what Bitcoin was, that OneCoin was going to be the the one, the one cryptocurrency that everyone was going to use. So obviously, like, yeah, a, a lot of people, like Without someone smart would go in and see, okay, what the hell is a cryptocurrency? What the hell is a blockchain, you know? But uh, uh, before, like, throwing all their money in there or, like, their savings, because, like, one of this, like, the... Was she Irish? Yeah, she was Irish. Um, the woman that they were to talking about? Jane. She put, like, $10,000, and it was, like, all the money she had inherited from her dying dad... And now she she didn't have anything because she lost everything when she invested it there. And and the other guy too, the one of the guys he interviewed in in Uganda said that he sold everything, oh, like yeah. his mom's shop mm -hmm. and his goats, poor right. goats. All like, his keep goats. Your goats don't invest yeah. in one coin. Keep goats your goats. Are more useful than cryptocurrency. <laughs> Any cryptocurrency. Goats make money. <laughs> And, like, the other thing about that, like, is different about this scheme um, is that unlike other, um, like, multi-level marketing setups, <laughs> I, I guess I don't want to call them all schemes, but schemes, is that generally there's a product. So you have Herbalife, has the powders, um... The hair people have the oils, but like she didn't need Monat. anything. Yeah, Monat. Say their name. <laughs> I know, I forget. I was gonna say. <laughs> We're gonna get sued by the Venezuelan guy. 
we're pissing everyone off. This is the podcast where we go viral. Um, <laughs> and so, like, all these people, these other other schemes have a product. But this lady, all she had to do is set up a fucking website and say, oh, these people gave me money. So I'm... I have a cryptocurrency. And she's like, as long as yeah. I send you an email and I'm like, you're right. $10,000. Where the fuck am I getting these $10,000 from? Yeah, I, I admit it. It was like the scam of the century. Like, I, I agree. Hands down, this is the best scam I've seen ever. Zero capital in the scam, except for building a website. Yeah. But also, okay, so I want to point out, because I think this brings us to a great point, and it's a point that they made in the podcast. Like, it's likely that she didn't think she could take it this far, and that all these people that are involved in the MLMs made it grow exponentially to a point that she couldn't stop it. Like, um, there are theories out there that say that she wanted to make some quick money and go, and that was it. But because MLMs are such a huge problem and they're great at false advertising, this grew very fast and it was kind of like a too big to fail moment and she had to continue it. And I think when she tried to hire... um that Bjorn guy, she was actually trying to make it real, but, like, it was too late at that point. Yeah. You know? I think so, too. She was like, never mind. She was like, I guess, I guess I'll make the <laughs> Yeah, never mind. You know, like, we're already here. Yeah. <laughs> I already have all these people. We made money. it this far. Right. <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> and Aaron, there are theories that the mafia, like, some sort of mafia, I don't know if in Bulgaria or I don't know where it's involved. Yeah. But that they probably also told her, like, hey, so, you can't stop it now. We're making too much money. I wonder, like, a chicken and the egg scenario. Was it like she got approached by the mafia and was like, listen, we need to make cash? Or was she making mad cash and the mafia's like, we want in and she couldn't say no? Okay. So, I'm going to say my theory. And I don't know if it's my original theory or it was in the podcast. I'm sorry, or you Jamie, stole it. I stole it. <laughs> You're basically Dr. <laughs> She's plagiarizing <laughs> Yeah, but if the mafia is involved, I feel like, you know, they're probably doing either, like, arms trading or drug deals, and they need some sort of way to money launder. And, I mean, what better way to money launder than giving a fake value to some random coin that doesn't exist and saying, yeah, this is worth this amount of money. So I feel like that's the perfect way to money launder. So that's why I really do think the mafia is involved. Like, they're selling drugs or whatever it is on the side, and the way to excuse it, oh, it's one coin, it's not my drugs. And it's this fake cryptocurrency. Yeah, and, I think, and should... I, think, I think you're right that she was approached by the mafia first because uh, we haven't gone through, like, um, when Jamie and Georgia did their investigation, they actually tried to follow the money and they found this bunch of shell corporations that they all led to some guy in their 20s who, who was sold a company from, I think it was like Ruja's moms to the guy or something like that. Like it was, and it was like 20 companies in between. So in the end, it's like, I think all these companies were, like, used by the mafia or, like, created by the mafia. I don't think she would, like, go around and create 20,000 companies. You know what? I mean, I don't know, because she's also I, very smart, so. Right, like, we don't know. And what he was saying was 
you know, that it was like apparently super easy to open up shell companies in England and they look legit because they're right. British. <laughs> so <laughs> if anyone listening, start shell companies in England. But I, like, you have to think. No, that, don't like, start shell companies in don't, England. Don't do it. <laughs> but it's easy. So part of the thing that he was saying was that. So in England, you apparently don't need to actually even tie a person to all the companies that you start. Which, okay. So when she was creating OneCoin, at some point she realized that she was going to have all these shell companies. Like, they didn't just show up overnight, right? Like, I mean, I don't know what goes into scamming or making a shell company. But, like, she must have had... I don't know. Like, do you plan these things out from the beginning? Or were they created she after? She looks like a planner. I think she would be a planner. That's what I think so too, because she's smart. <laughs> I mean, she's so smart. Yeah, I think so too. She has to be a planner. Like she can't just let things happen. Right? Also, isn't she a Gemini? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I plan that much. Wait, but the Two Face part on the Gemini, right? Wasn't there a big part in the podcast where she was describing herself as, "Oh, she wouldn't dare eat a pizza," or she so she loved her high school people, and then suddenly like tell the truth, and she was like, "No, I hated like my the high school people," and she loved praying pranks on them or something. Like I didn't really understand that part, but thought, this is the type back to the double face either. I thought I, everyone hated her. Yeah, I thought that like, was the story. Full of yeah, everyone hated her. <laughs> that everyone hated yeah. her because she was like oh, snobby as fuck. And like wouldn't hang out with her peers or whatever. I mean, let's be honest. We would hate everyone who acts like that. Like I hated people who like would participate in class all the time. I hated everyone. Like <laughs> I like the three people. You hated me. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I hated all my friends. Okay, so how the turntable? Look at us now. Okay, so what happened? We don't know. Um, <laughs> we don't know what happened. We kind of don't know. We just know that at some point the FBI caught wind that this lady was yeah, on to something. They were on. To oh, but not like. So we're not so American focused. But, like, other authorities were investigating her, too, right? Like, the British were investigating her. The Bulgarians. Just the only ones that did... The Germans were investigating her, too, right? Yeah, I think literally everyone yeah. was mm -hmm. investigating her. Just the ones that acted on it, I guess, were just the FBI. America. It seems like <laughs> everyone and their mother was investigating this woman at some point, including the US FBI... Including the British law enforcement, Bulgarian law enforcement, even the Germans. Even the Germans. Right. So. I don't know why I say even the Germans, so, but yeah, the Germans too. Yeah, I don't know why you said that one. But yeah, the Germans were investigating her too. So, what happened? Um, okay, once like the FBI started investigating her... This bitch was supposed to get on a plane to go to a conference, and she never showed. This was in 2017. And she has not been seen since then. Like, that was the last time someone saw her. And to me, what's hilarious is she left her brother in charge of the company, and I don't think she ever told him she was planning on disappearing, so the brother basically <laughs> took the whole fall, and the FBI, like, arrested the brother. <laughs> 
Two and the brother was his the brother was his bodyguard, okay? He wasn't like in charge of like he didn't even have a position in the company. Like he was his bodyguard. No. Like I, he probably didn't know like shit. He was just a meathead about the right. co- about cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> he probably didn't know they needed a blockchain. He probably doesn't know what a blockchain. Like, <laughs> never heard the word blockchain. Like it's not in his vocabulary. <laughs> the, the FBI was probably like, "So do you guys have a blockchain or not?" He was like, "What the fuck is a blockchain?" He goes, I have a gay. Okay. He probably thinks it's like you know, I don't know, a necklace. Oh, a chain. Like yeah, like, yeah, I got chains. Um. <laughs> It's gold, though. Right, right. It's not a block. <laughs> Anyways, so the charges that were made against her were in absentia with money laundering, wire fraud, and security fraud. But even though she was charged and she disappeared, the craziest part was that one coin continued to be sold. Like, the company didn't go down. Anyone could still buy one coin. And I think to this day, they still can't. So... I did a little digging into their website, and apparently the domain owner shut down the European site, but you can still kind of see their information on this other site I found that is owned by OneCoin. You can't change. I I couldn't see, like, how to make an account, so I don't know if it's, like, you can now just buy OneCoin from other people who sell OneCoin, since it is... And And my personal recommendation to you is if you have a friend or a family member that is selling one coin or any MLM Herbalife, mm, block them, cancel them, don't bring them into your life. Just get away from their negativity. You don't need that in your life. Talk to these people. I told you I can hook it up. I got a cousin. (laughs) Dude. I ha- I can I can send you to my Facebook um, inbox. Oh no, not not you people, can talk to a few of people, the high school like one coin people. Oh yeah. Oh okay no. I don't know. That's a new guy. Well, we found that Facebook <laughs> <Never> group. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mona and Mary Kay. <laughs> but like, but like, send us an email because we'll talk to you. Yeah, we're kind of interested to see like, what if I tell them I want to buy one coin? Are they gonna send it to me? Right, like. But or yeah, send us an you email. Ever think about buying one coin, or you like know someone, someone tries to sell it to you, right? We want to talk. My to mom them. did show me some some woman who was like selling another cryptocurrency. Uh, I don't remember the name right now, but well, I told her mom, "Don't do it." <laughs> they started another cryptocurrency <laughs> after the same people. Oh my god, the Italian or the non-Italian da- da- guy, coin. the Dat coin. Yeah, it's it supposed like to be that? like tradable, it but it's done through an MLM as well. Yeah, it's like D A G coin. Dad coin. Which is a horrible I name. Think... Horrible name. One coin yeah. was better. One coin, one life. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the song. One coin is border to border. What is the latest? And this is um Let's talk about some theories on what is said to be happening to her. Oh, well, so she picked up and disappeared. (laughs) Right. Um, And hasn't really been spotted much. So there's theories that she's either in Russia 
or in Saudi Arabia, you know, places where you won't get extradited from. Um, but during the Mixing Crypto Queen podcast, they actually linked her back to Frankfurt, Germany. So it could be that she's there. So a note about Frankfurt, Germany is that her ex or maybe even current husband um, is a lawyer there. And I'm assuming his daughter, she did have a daughter in 2016, is living in Frankfurt, Germany as well. So, but she has yet to be seen. Some people claim that she got facial reconstruction, which would be amazing if she pulled that <laughs> off. Yeah, so um, one thing they were saying in the podcast was that, like, so if you get a complete facial reconstruction, the only thing that is really difficult to change about yourself is your eyes. But, if, like, maybe with enough money, which she had, because she took, I don't know, $4 billion out of the company, um, maybe it's possible. So she's probably unrecognizable at the moment. Right. And because, like, I mean, I don't know how easy it is to hide in Europe. But you have, like, authorities from a lot of different countries looking for you. Okay, but let's get this straight. If big crimes in Europe, not hiding. Like, I feel like there's a lot of criminals out there that... Roman Polanski is in France, living his best life, and no one gets... Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so, like, I feel like if you have enough money... Either you don't need to hide or, like, people are just, like, turning a blind eye to you. Because she's probably, I mean, she's rolling in money right now. She has, like... The other thing is... Like, infinite amount of money. It, like, the other thing is, I mean, I don't know about how much media exposure she got in Europe. But here, she, I didn't hear about her until recently, right? Like, until we decided to do this podcast on her. You know, like... Yeah, same. And now I'm, like, obsessed with right? it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Now I need to know every detail of yeah. her life. But I wonder, like, maybe she just goes around like that because, like, not that many Unnoticed, people knew who yeah. she was. Yeah. And a lot of people said mm -hmm. that yeah. people who were involved with Bitcoin, which is, you know, like, the biggest cryptocurrency, had never heard about OneCoin. So I'm sure you have... And I saw a chart that most of the money came in from China. Um, like, a lot of the oh, people who were buying OneCoin... So it's like, maybe it's just yeah. the fact that she's not really that known and in the places that she is known, it's not what she's really hiding. And I mean, I think we have to remember, like, this bitch is apparently like, genius level. So she knows what she's doing. Um, I mean, if she's at that level, do you guys think she's going to get caught? I mean, I'm hoping the best for Jamie and Georgia from the podcast. And I really have a deep trust in them and they've done a great job but at that genius level i don't know man yeah i i don't think she's gonna get caught like um even maybe she's the next zodiac killer <laughs> even like big drug dealers who are known to like like important for like the u.s or any country they can't get to them imagine like someone like her you know that they're not with so much money because that's world. the thing yeah with so much money because she has a shit ton of money this company made like 
three billion pounds in two years. Four. Oh. Yeah. No, four billion. And, and now there's theories that it was 16. Yeah. So. 16 okay. billion Imagine. euros. 16 billion. Like, that's there a shit There are countries ton of money. that don't have that much money. <laughs> exactly. Countries in the world, okay? Like, entire countries. And so, I, I just thought about this. But, like, do you think if she was involved with some sort of, like, organized crime organization, I guess, like, you know, whatever. Um, do you think that, like, after she dipped, do you think she's also hiding from them? Like, from whatever mafia or... I think so, too. She's no longer bringing the money. I don't know. Well, technically she is, if it's still selling. So... I don't know, because you remember at the end of the podcast, they said that she was at that beauty pageant um, thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, when wait. he said he was there. The beauty pageant. Yes, the beauty pageant. Of course, we haven't talked about that. So, obviously, One Life, One Coin, One Life, organized a beauty pageant for, uh, is it like Miss One Coin or something? What the hell was it called? <laughs> Yeah, it was called Miss One Coin. It was like <laughs> yeah. their version of a Miss Universe. <laughs> right, but for one coin. So, like, they live in their own little bubble. And they were like, yeah, we're going to have a Miss. And, like, there were all the countries, apparently. And they were um, a little bit racist. <laughs> That's how they described it. <laughs> Yeah, just a little context. Um, apparently for whoever was Miss America, <laughs> she was just dressed up as the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Which so. is not what we wear here, but... <laughs> right, like, I don't walk down the street dressed as the Statue of Liberty. Uh, but no. anyway, so and, Jamie and-, and Georgia said that the, the people there kind of look like half car dealers and half mafia guys so i wouldn't be surprised if she was there with her mafia people just you know showing face chilly yeah because i wonder i mean because this wasn't bucharest right like who the fuck's gonna look for her in bucharest i would think if you are a smart law enforcement agent you would think that if her company is holding some sort of event that she would probably be there. But the event Which, was so um, quiet. You remember that they had like a hard time trying to contact the person again to get tickets to go? Yeah. But I'm saying, like, my thing is that like if a journalist could get this close. Right. But if a journalist could get this close, why can't a cop or any sort of officer? So... Don't they say that, that, like, she's probably not scared of the FBI or of police, but she would probably be more scared of journalists or small-town newspapers because they would dig more into it than, like, but that's a anyone problem. else. Like, they're going to cover. <laughs> yeah, that is a problem. But, okay, yeah, I'm just saying, like, if these journalists were able to find so much... That they were able, he said, to link her back to Frankfurt. Like, I'm just concerned about what international authorities are actually doing to find her. 
And maybe they don't even care because who knows how. So in the U.S., what she laundered, what was it, $400 million? Like maybe that to them is like pocket change. And since she stole from so many different places in Europe that maybe it's like not enough to make her a high profile criminal. It's only enough when you look like globally what she's done. But I don't know. It's baffling. Dude, I know it's not this. It's not the same. But you know, in that in that show in Netflix called Unbelievable, that's based on the real life mm-hmm. thing. But basically, how this rapist went around the system is by going to different um, jurisdictions, so they could never catch that it was that same person. It almost sounds like she's stealing from different countries. So it's like never a big deal in one country. It's a big deal globally, but not in one country. Right. It could be, and like I said, like most of it was in China. I, I mean, they didn't even mention if anyone in the Chinese government was even aware that this woman was scamming people. Chinese government doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. They probably found their <laughs> Can we batch them? <laughs> exactly. Like she, she's probably working with the Chinese government. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. Okay. I ran out of the fun facts because I felt like we said all the fun facts. I mean, I was going to talk about the the beauty pageant. Like, that's insane. But I guess the only thing I want to mention that's a fun fact but also more of a theory of mine is Wikipedia is being shady as fuck because they only have, like, two paragraphs, if that, worth of information on the Crypto Queen. And come on, Wikipedia, we usually get all of our information from you. Are you hiding something? Are you getting money Wikipedia from Dr. Ruja? I haven't seen camp. those. I want donations. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen I want donations anymore lately. So are you getting money from someone? <laughs> and it's going to be called To All the Haters. <laughs> to All the Haters. I can't wait. Uh, no, yeah, that's true. true. Like, <laughs> no, like, information anywhere, and actually. I, I was only able to find information from BBC. I'm going to say, literally, right? Me too. only yeah. person reporting on her is BBC. And, like, three sketch websites. And Wikipedia has, like, very random sources, even just on one coin. Yeah, and like literally you Google OneCoin and you only get those sketch websites where I'm scared to click or I'm going to download a virus and thank God I'm not using my work computer anymore. I hope my boss never finds this episode. Or like accidentally (laughs) buy cryptocurrency. And then you know. Oh, so I accidentally. Oh my God, yeah. I just sold my data and my credit card information to these people for OneCoin. Um, Or a one one OneCoin. So, yeah. I mean, the last comment I personally want to make is, I believe in you, Jamie and Georgia. Please Keep do us the world updated. a favor and find this woman. Yeah, I think if anyone can do it, it's them too. And I hope we're following Tim you. Curry is alive and well. Yeah, we're following. I mean, slide into my DMs, Jamie. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> also, Jamie, if you're listening to this, what the fuck was with that tweet? Jamie, you if you're listening. Yesterday? Oh, Yeah. So I guess maybe this could be the fun fact is that Jamie, who the the guy who worked on the podcast, just tweeted breaking. Um, oh my god, what did it say? Doctor Ruja is like oh she's god, we now a lot of has like another cryptocurrency or something like that. Next generation cryptocurrency or something like that. Breaking: Doctor Ruja 
Ignatova awarded the contract to run the government's next-gen blockchain-based track and trace system. I have no idea what half of those words mean. I have no idea what he means. I but think we need he's to find joking. Out. I, like, I think it's some kind of internal joke between people who... You think are, he's like, making fun of the British government? Cryptocurrency? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we knew what we were talking about, we'd I don't know. figure it Jamie, out. But we really please. don't. Tell us. Jamie, talk to us. Enlighten us. We, we should have slid We're not British. We don't understand British jokes. <laughs> are we Are we following him on Twitter? Oh, we can start following him like right now. Oh, let's follow him. Let's follow him. All right. So, yes, please do the world a favor and find this bitch. And, okay, so again, to reiterate... Um, the podcast that we listen to to get most of this information is um, The Missing Crypto Queen by Jamie Barlett and Georgia Cat. Highly recommend the podcast. Really good. And literally everything else oh, was from so BBC. It... <laughs> we already said that. Side note, it, it is a joke. <laughs> it is? Yeah, it is. Uh, so I looked at, like, I don't, because I don't know, like, if he's making fun of his own government, like, do people in England do that as much as we do? I think so. I just, like, I tried watching The Office, the British version, and I didn't understand what they were saying. But, so. you know, there's, the, well, yeah. this is, again, a side note, that show Afterlife, that's British, Shameless, the British one was funny. Um, mm, I don't couple. understand their jokes, I don't know. Oh. I'm sorry, British people. I I think we covered everything. So thanks for listening. We're perverse bitches, and we're your hosts, Fee, <laughs> Gabby, and Sally. Uh, follow us on our Twitter at perverse bitches and Instagram at perverse So do you think she was a perverse bitch? I mean, she was, but. We're just asking the question to ask at this point. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And if you sell one coin, please email us. What's our email? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's too long. Slide it to our DMs. Yeah, slide, slide it to our DMs. Facebook DMs. DMs.